Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Our super producer and host, Dave Shepard, he's coming to you live from New York City. If you're just tuning into the show, welcome. I hope you're having a good night. Hope you're safe. Hope you're well. I'm going to be hanging out with you for the next two hours. It's a four-hour show. I sit down, I get started. 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. If you've missed a minute, If you want to start from the beginning, if you want to start from the beginning tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern, you can always listen on the free Odyssey app. Thank you to everybody tuned in all over the country on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. We got people tuned in on Sirius XM Channel 158. And if you got a smart speaker, well, you got to do Ask It to Play CBS Sports Radio. Easy, easy, easy. We've talked some football tonight. We have run the gamut. We have gone from everything from Geno Smith not being happy with the tackle that temporarily knocked him out of the game on Monday night to Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. A lot of Pittsburgh fans, Steeler fans, not happy with Mike Tomlin holding on to Matt Canada as offensive coordinator, still allowing him to call the plays. Uh, We talked about Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers talking about how, yeah, he is – Hoping to come back this season, I guess, right? It'd have to be the playoffs as if the Jets can get there. And if they do, that means Zach Wilson will have played well. So why would you come back? So just a whole lot of uh, egotistical stuff or nonsense, I should say, from Aaron Rodgers. We talked about Michael Jordan. This man is making more and more money. Three billion dollar net worth after selling the team for three billion dollars. Granted, he didn't get all that in liquid, but uh, his net worth continues to rise. Michael Jordan gets richer. Talked about Taylor Swift. We talked some football. A caller wanted to call up and talk about the Chargers. I'm like, what do you expect from them? They're going to choke at the end of games. And now it's time to talk about some winners. It's time to talk about. And this sounds crazy. At least it's still early in the regular season. It's time to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. San Francisco 49ers. These are two teams that I expect, especially if we got to throw it back to the 90s. I'm expecting them to win the championship, right? I feel like I jumped into a time warp. And I'm going back in time. 20, 25 years. Troy Aikman and, and, and Steve Young running around. But here we are in 2023, and for the past couple of seasons, the 49ers have seen the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs, 
And the San Francisco 49ers told the Dallas Cowboys, hey, take a hike. You're, you're not ready for the big time. They beat them in the divisional round. They beat them in the wild card round. And here we are, Sunday night football, Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are whooping everybody right now. They got a record of 4-0. They're scoring at minimum 30 points per game. They are only allowing about 14 and a half, 15 points per game. And the Dallas Cowboys, let's be real, not, not too shabby themselves. The Dallas Cowboys are 3-1. and one. They just smacked the hell out of the New England Patriots, 38-3. Their defense handling business, only allowing 10 points per game. Now we got to see what Dallas, what the defense continues to look like with no Trayvon Diggs throughout the course of the season. But I certainly think that Deron Bland is a, a starting caliber quarterback, or excuse me, cornerback anywhere in the league. You can argue about whether or not he's gambling too much, but I think he's pretty good, especially opposite Stephon Gilmore. Now, having said that, the only L for the Dallas Cowboys this season, they lost to Arizona. Call it a a lack of focus, but they came back and they smashed New England, as I said, 38-3. And so here we have two teams on their way into the postseason. It'd be a massive disaster if the Cowboys don't make the postseason, but I, I assume they will. I think they'll they'll win their division or at least come up with the wild card. Let me correct myself for all the Eagle fans out there before they come and attack me. Cowboys are going to go to the playoffs. The 49ers are definitely going to go to the playoffs, as certain as certain can be. And so Jerry Jones did what he loves to do. Jerry Jones spoke today. His normal weekly spot on 105.3 The Fan down in Dallas. And Jerry Jones was honest. He said, look, the 49ers, they are the best team right now. They're favored to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, But you know what? They're going to have to see us too. Listen to what Jerry Jones said. They are right now uh, probably the uh, most likely team to uh, go in the Super Bowl. uh, But in order for them to get there, they've got to go by us, uh, hopefully two times, uh, if that's the way it falls in the playoffs. And we're in the playoffs. Okay. All right, Jerry Joe, Foghorn, Leghorn, whatever he is, whoever he is. He's right to a certain degree. The San Francisco 49ers are like a bugaboo for the Cowboys. They cannot get past them. I told you they knocked them out the past two seasons. And now they're actually healthy. I know that's been an issue for the 49ers the past few seasons. Now they don't have to worry about Jimmy Garoppolo falling apart at the seams. Now there don't have to be any conversations about Trey Lance, who, by the way, yes, is a backup now for these Dallas Cowboys. But when you got all the weapons that the 49ers have, I mean, damn it, how are you going to stop them? They can go out there and score the ball, and they can certainly go out there and stop them as well. Christian McCaffrey, four touchdowns in the last game. They smacked Arizona 35-16. to 16. There are already conversations about Christian McCaffrey. Oh, my God, we got to give this guy uh, the MVP. We have to give a running back the MVP. I'm like, well, okay. 
Still got Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and, and George Kittle. Like, they're capable of lighting it up. Even Mike Shanahan at this point. Let's remember this. Christian McCaffrey hasn't even been a member of the 49ers for a calendar year. The trade took place on October 20th last season. The 49ers gave up four future draft picks to bring this dude in. So Kyle Shanahan, he was asked about Christian McCaffrey. It's like, hey, did did you know this dude was going to be this good? Listen to this. I mean, you hope so. I mean, you know he's that good of a player just watching him and stuff. Um, I mean, I think the whole league does. But then when when you get someone – or when you're around him personally, then you realize how much better he is just because of the, the intangibles that he has and really his whole makeup and how he works each week and how he prepares for a season um, from what he's been doing us with us and OTAs all the way till now. Come on now. I remember watching Ed McCaffrey play. It's like Christian McCaffrey got the cheat code to life and was able to take it to another level. I'm sure Ed McCaffrey was beating him up in the backyard going, hey, man, you want to play in a league? You got you to gotta get like me. Ed McCaffrey was a pretty damn good player himself as a receiver. And, I mean, his son is – he's both. Let's be real. Christian McCaffrey is, is out there in the slot. He's coming out the backfield. He's running the ball. I was going to say he's an Iron Man, but he's not. We've seen him go down, especially when he got paid. But he's at full strength now. And Christian McCaffrey – He was asked about his involvement in the passing game. We know you can run. Man, you're a receiver too. Listen to him. Just sticking with it, you know, in in this offense, there's so many guys who are dynamic with the ball. Um, You know, the first and second read are typically open when you have a great great route runners who can catch, when you have a tight end who can do everything you want them to do, and you have a fullback who can do anything you want. So it's, you know, if you don't get to that third, fourth three, and you have a play caller who sets it up to be like that, so, uh, and then a quarterback, obviously, who's phenomenal. Um, but some games, he just works out that way. Some games, it doesn't. It just You just got to be ready for when the ball is thrown to you. He called Brock Purdy phenomenal. And Brock Purdy, so far this season, 1,000 yards passing, five touchdowns. And he ain't turned the ball over. What you want from him? And he does have a lot of weapons to work with. If I was Brock, if I was an NFL player and I was going to play on offense, I'd want to be on the 49ers. If I was picking up a video game right now, if I was going to play Madden, and I'm sure Madden the video game sucks now, but if I was going to play, I'd select the 49ers, why not? There's a good chance that anybody I get the ball to on offense can just go out there and take it to the house. I'd run all types of stupid gadget plays. I I think I'm Kyle Shanahan. And so this must be heaven for Brock Purdy, right? This must be just a dream come true. Brock Purdy spoke as well. And he talked about how and why the 49ers offense is humming like it is. I don't know. I mean, everyone just did their job. We sort of kept it simple. I feel like the the quick game stuff, um, you know, was, was on point. Um, early on, it sort of got us into a rhythm. And then once we had opportunities to take shots down the field with B.A., um, we were able to connect. It was huge today to be able to do that. So, um, you know, outside of that, Kyle called a great game. Obviously, the run game, I feel like, opened up some stuff too. And, um, you know, everyone was on point. Everyone was just very, like I said, like detailed. Yeah, he's, he's referring to that 49ers win over Arizona 
35 to 16, where Christian McCaffrey had four touchdowns. Now let's fast forward to Sunday here, okay? If the Dallas Cowboys win this game, there's going to be a lot of talks. The Dallas Cowboys are on the same level. The Dallas Cowboys control. If the Dallas Cowboys beat the 49ers, here is a, a preemptive thought and idea for me. Don't make more of it than what it is. This is not some big statement. When you get knocked out of the playoffs twice in consecutive seasons by the same team, don't hit me up about a regular season game and get all that hyped about it. I'm not believing in the Dallas Cowboys to do anything, let alone defeat the 49ers in the postseason, until they do it. I don't care what this is going to look like. I mean, they could pull a Miami Dolphins-Denver Broncos, and they could go beat them 70-20. to Not going to happen, but they could. I'm not going to change my mind about the 49ers still being the cream of the crop in the NFC. And, and specifically as it relates to the Cowboys, the, the Cowboys ain't in their, in their lane. The Cowboys are not in their range. That's, that's not where they're at right now. I'm not saying that they can't beat them in the postseason. They most certainly could if they were to face them. But I'd favor the 49ers, man. The defense, the offense, and I know the defending NFC champions still reside in the NFC East with the Eagles. I know they had some some work trying to get past Washington. But even today, I think the 49ers are the best team overall in the NFL, not just in the NFC, but in the entire NFL. I think Vegas would go ahead and agree with me on that. The 49ers are the most complete team. They are set on offense and defense. They are trying to go back to a Super Bowl and actually have success. We know they lost to the the 49ers, or excuse me, the 49ers. We know they lost to the Chiefs the last time they were in the Super Bowl. And then the last appearance before that, We got to think about the Baltimore Ravens. Like Ray Lewis was still out there playing, and that Colin Kaepernick guy was still out there playing as well. I remember that game because I was in New Orleans and the damn lights went out, okay? The 49ers are the best team in the league, and who knows? God only knows what would have happened last season if Hassan Reddick didn't slap the arm of Brock Purdy but almost doesn't count. The Philadelphia Eagles went to the Super Bowl. They are still capable as well, but there's no denying who the best team in the NFL is right now. That is the San Francisco 49ers. And you heard it from Jerry Jones. A matter of fact, let's listen to Jerry Jones one more time. 105.3, the fan. Even, Even King Jerry knows the 49ers are the team to beat. They are right now uh, probably the uh, most likely team to uh, go in the Super Bowl. And, uh, but in order for them to get there, they've got to go by us, uh, hopefully two times, uh, if that's the way it falls in the playoffs, and we're in the playoffs. Jerry Jones, he, he's being honest, right? Is he trying to motivate his players? No, I don't think so. I think this man's just talking, and, and for one time, I guess, he's just telling the truth. 
It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The phone lines are open. I, I got a simple question for you. Typically, I'd say we're a quarter of the way through the season. We got four games, 17 games, just about. Are the 49ers not the best team in the league? Period. I think the answer is clearly yes. I'm going to take your calls on the other side. Who is the best team in the NFL right now? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, JR? I enjoy listening to you when I'm on the road, driving back. You always make a lot of sense, and you're funny as hell. You really have a lot of substance to you. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. All hail the San Francisco 49ers. That actually reminds me of, uh, I think it's Madagascar. Shep, you ever seen Madagascar, the movie? I have not. Yeah, there was a, there was a point in there. It was a, it was a little comedic thing. I think there was a little meerkat, whatever he was. I think his name was King Julian. And there was a point in time where he was making a, a joke, but he didn't know it was a joke. And he was like, oh, hell. The, he was looking at humans as something. He's like, oh, hell, the New York Giants. And it was... Uh, Obviously, a sports reference, but a joke. It came across funny when I watched it, but what I just said sucks. What? It must have been 2011. Madagascar? Well, if they're saying that about the Giants, it must have been either 07 or 2011. No, it had nothing to do with them oh, gotcha. winning. It was a reference. He was He's a rat. He, I mean, he's a rat from Africa. What does he know about sports? He, he just saw – he knew he was in New York. See, do you know the, the premise of the film? It must be Jose Canseco, but I know I don't. What does Jose Canseco have to do with anything? Well, he's a rat. <sighs> Come on, you knew that. Uh, he is. Okay, forget Jose Canseco okay. for a minute. There's a meerkat. He looks like a rat. So the premise of Madagascar is actually funny. It's about these animals who I think they're trying to escape or whatever. No, there's zoo animals that end up in Africa, something like that. And so they're trying to escape the zoo to go back to Africa or something or the other. It's been a long time. I just know there was a funny segment in the movie where they were just like, all hail the New York Giants. It had nothing to do with them winning a Super Bowl. But Shep just one day uh, watched the movie. Besides that, all hail the San Francisco 49ers because they are the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, On the other side of the break, if you missed it, hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. We heard from Jerry Jones himself uh, on 105.3, the fan in Dallas. He took the time to actually hail the 49ers. He said, yes, they are the team most likely to go to the Super Bowl this year. And he said, hopefully all things considered that they will have to go through us. And we know the Dallas Cowboys want a little bit of that get back because over the past two seasons, the 49ers have kicked them the hell on out of the playoffs. And I think you look up and down the rosters, yeah, Dallas Cowboys are going to be competitive. They're going to still try to win 
the NFC East. They got to fight with the Eagles for that. Probably a wild card, worst case scenario. But the 49ers, top to bottom, they're dropping 30 points a game. They're not allowing 15 points more than that a game on the defensive side. And, yes, this is going to be their best competition of the season so far. But the 49ers have been competitive. They've been in it for the past several seasons. Their offense is ridiculous. Their playmakers are nuts on defense as well. 49ers are the you-know-what. And I agree. I think as of right now, four games into the season, very early on, they are the best team. What say you? 855-212-4CBS. Barry is calling from Boston. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Barry? How are you, brother? I'm good. What's up? I'm before I start, I listen to your show to, like, decompress before I go to bed, and I had a stressful day. But there's a name that you keep saying, and you've said it 18 or 19 times in the past 12 minutes, and not including commercials. And I would appreciate it if you would stop saying that name because he wants you to say that name because he's crazy, and he loves when J.R. says his name. I know hey, it. be careful there. the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. You, you've said his name 19 times, and please, it brings stress to my life that he's the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. It's been a hard 25 years. Well, hold, hold on, it's, Barry. It's Let's tough. hear from the owner of the Dallas Cowboys again. Hold on a second, Barry, okay? Let's <laughs> listen to him. right now uh, probably the uh, most likely team to uh, go in the Super Bowl. And, uh, but in order for them to get there, they've got to go by us, uh, hopefully two times. Uh, if that's where it falls in the playoffs, and we're in the playoffs. Sorry, Barry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I know. You, you, I don't want to hear his voice. Oh, be <laughs> He's careful. the reason why the Cowboys are the Cowboys, and that they blow it all the time. Tony Romo, I give you a coach they hang held on to for five years too long. There's, there's so many reasons Jason why. Garrett, the clapper? Yes. Yes, exactly. Tony Romo. Yeah. He, he was the choke master in playoffs. Like, I, I, I should have bet against the Cowboys instead of the other way. So what do you think the Dallas Cowboys are ultimately going to do this season? What's the end? What's the end? Well, I couldn't agree with you more. San Fran is it. And obviously, the Cowboys had a stumble last week in Phoenix. Um, I think like, – let, let's talk short, short term – this game is in San Fran this weekend, yeah. unfortunately. I wish it was in Dallas. That that would help. But San Fran is the better team. So I hope that answers your question. But, I mean, I'm praying for the Cowboys that, that they come and they're ready for, for the 49ers because the yeah. 49ers are the real deal. There's well, no question about it. After, after this game, they presumably are going to stick around on the West Coast. They got the, uh, the Chargers next, and – we know the Chargers, they are the king of uh, the choke artists. Uh, thank you, Barry, for calling from Boston. So look at it on the bright side. If the Dallas Cowboys should lose to the 49ers, at least they got a punching bag on the other side. 855-212-4CBS. We just went from Boston. Let's go to the Bay Area. I think I know where this is going to go. Let's talk to Chris. He's listening on 1140 out in the Bay. What's up to everybody? What's up, Chris? Hello? Yeah, you're live on the radio. What's going on? Oh, cool, cool, cool. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, JR? Good to have me back. Anyways, who are the best team in the NFL? I'm going to tell you, and I'm a Raider fan. It's the Santa Clara Niners. 
the Santa Clara 49ers, man. They're just too damn good. They're good on both sides of the football. They're blowing people out. They average like 30 points a game, JR. And let me tell you, when I play the Cowboys, they're going to blow them out. I was in Reno a couple of weeks ago. I put money in the Niners. They made me win. I'm mad I didn't put money for them to win the Super Bowl. It was 600 plus. I was going to say, you were in Reno. What were you doing? Gambling? Uh, Yeah, you know Reno is like the messed out version of Vegas, though. But hey, 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 Reno, I like Reno. It's, uh, you know, they got the they got the lake out there. Yeah, I like Reno. Stop. The mountains, I, I like it. The mountains are nice. No, GSR is cool. Okay. Yeah, but when they play the, the Cowboys, let me tell you, JR, and I'm, I'm going to call you back, uh, what, Sunday, Monday, whatever they, they play after, I'm going to tell you I told you so. They're going to blow them out. It's probably going to be like 32 to 10. Uh-huh. The Cowboys are pretenders. Santa Clara 49ers is just too damn good. And you said Rock you're 30? a fan of who, the Raiders? Yeah, I'm a Raider fan. I know. It sucks. Okay. we got to fire Josh, Josh McDaniels. He's what about the owner? What are you going to do with him? Man, he needs to sell team. Okay, he he don't know luck. what he's doing with Boca. Good luck. I mean, his daddy gave it to him, so uh, good yeah, luck on that one. Okay? Maybe. You're right. All right. Thank yeah. you, Chris. Good talking to you, JR. No doubt about it. Let's go to Steve from Pennsylvania. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Steve? Hey, what's up, JR? How are you doing tonight? I'm amazing. What's on your mind, bro? Oh, not too much. Well, first, I wanted to, uh, I was originally going to talk to you about how, uh, with the shakeup going on with CBS Sports Radio, if you're comfortable where you're at, if you're interested in moving up, because nothing against Hickey. You love Hickey. Hickey's a great guy. But after Whoa, wait, whoa, him, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Damn. Sheesh. Well, goodness gracious. Hey, Shep, what is he getting ready to do? He's putting putting people's names on the radio. What is he talking well, about? Yeah, we're, we're big fans of Ryan Hickey on this on show. Yeah, Steve. I love Hickey. Yeah. I love well, him. Well, I, with, with, with that being said, JR, if, if we're being forthright, uh, we, we do know there are some slots that are being filled and not permanent. And if I'm being honest, I've had a lot of people call me and say to that effect, um, what's JR going to do because they want to see you uh, in a different slot, not that it's better or worse, but I, I can honestly tell you that's what I get a lot every night. Yeah, I mean, it's 300 stations right now, people right. listening, man, right. all over the country. Right. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, um, Maggie and Pearl off is in the morning and the afternoon. I don't know, man. I'm hanging out. I'm just, I'm here. Hey, Steve, watch your mouth, man, okay? It'd be easy, Steve. Take it easy. <laughs> I got nothing against Hickey. I love Hickey. Hickey's a great guy. Oh, I'm not saying anything about him good. at all. But what else you got? You know what I mean? I'm just curious, you know, like you've been doing your thing for a long time. I'm just curious yeah. if you're happy where you're at. But uh, also, you know, you're talking about the 49ers and all the weapons they have. And being in Harrisburg, I'm in the middle. I mean, I got Baltimore. I got Philly. I'm Philly. Philly's got a lot of weapons, too. You know what I mean? Like And... They're working through the things right now. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Sirianni lost his left and right hand man. You know, he lost his coordinators. They're working through the things they're 4 0 right now. But I think, uh, Swift is not getting enough attention as he should be. You know what I mean? Like, who you know, hurts? No, Swift. Oh, oh, DeAndre? Yeah, DeAndre Swift. I think he's going to be getting more attention as we go along, as long as he can stay healthy. But with him, and then you got A.J. Brown. And, you know, and that's the thing we got going on is with Hurts, you know, with his legs and him being able to throw the ball. I think he throws the ball. Yeah, but there's no no doubt that's the team that just went to the Super Bowl. 
and they went with everybody that you just said. And yes, they were able to add a Swift who is now magically healthy. And I'm pretty sure he's on a nice vibe being the fact that he's playing for the hometown team. We still know that the Eagles are going to send a million rushers at you. They still got a bunch of defenders that they picked up from down here in Georgia. And so God mm-hmm. bless them. I would still give the Niners and it's early. But yeah, there's, no, yeah. there's no taking away the fact that the Niners have been better. In this current space, the past several years, the Niners have been better longer. They have a little bit more experience, and, and I give them the edge. I mean, we got to see where we would stand if a game were to take place, and maybe we'll see that game again in January. But I, I, I just feel a little bit more confident about the Niners based on the fact that they've been there more recently. When you're talking about the best team in the NFL, like I don't think you can go against Mahomes and Reed and Kelsey right now. I, I still think, you know. Right? No, bro, I'm going by the results of what's going on in the league right now. I would not be surprised. Hold on. I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick Mahomes rolled out of bed over the next several months and rolled right back to a Super Bowl. But today, based on what their team has done in all three facets of the game, not talking about who the defending champs are and what have you, the best team on the field performing right now are the 49ers. And what they do against Dallas, which will be their best competition so far this season, will be a further indicator or stamp as to where they're at. Exactly. I'll be interested next week to see where we're at. And yeah. I mean, after the Chiefs, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is kind of just just playing backyard uh, football against the Jets. And, you know, he's just like, oh, I'm playing the Jets. And he's just relaxing and chilling. So, man, they, they ain't what they, they can be, but it's still early. And that's why well, I think it's a cool convo to have. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's going to be interesting to see, you know? All right. Well, I'm only looking at the first four weeks. Well, Steve, thank you for calling from PA, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. No doubt about it. We're going from Pennsylvania. Let's go to Greg in California on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Greg? Hey, GR. About three years ago, uh, your producer was Stu. Yes, I, Stu I callbacks. You, I called you from Ventura. You were off of me one night, and you kind of blew it a little bit, and you apologized, and I forgave you. Uh, do you Did remember I? that? I don't recall that, no. Okay. Well, anyway. I remember you called me up, and did you call me a sports psychologist? <laughs> well, you are that, Jr. Is that but, what you said? You said no, that, right? I don't think I did, but I would I would agree with that, though. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> hey, uh, Jr. I'm up here in uh, Northern California now, and I've been checking the Niners out all season. And I was thinking about Brock Purdy and why he ended up being the last pick. And it's because... A lot of these scouts don't realize that if a guy is starting quarterback in a reasonably good uh, college like uh, Iowa State, it's big time, and he is in there for four years, guess what? He has seen every damn thing that anybody can throw against him, and he has successfully managed to avoid all those things. And when I hear him, all these four games with the Niners, he, he just he dodges and ducks and moves and he he this guy has really got a lot of experience that any, nobody nobody figured he had Jr. and so that's why he's successful not because he's great he's not a great quarterback he's a guy that just has a lot of experience and he's moved in after four years of college and taken over the reins 
and the Niners are great because he just knows what to do. That's all. Well, I think he is in an ideal and perfect scenario. And thank you, Greg, for calling from California. I don't want to take away from anything that Brock Purdy has done because he, he's certainly solid. You don't you don't score the ball with – well, not giving it away and scoring it the way that he does and not be good. Uh, it, it's kind of crazy how picking and selecting a quarterback is such an inexact science. Here you have a dude that that the majority of the country has never heard of. The guy taken last in the draft, and here he is playing with the 49ers and and has a chance to go to an NFC championship game and a Super Bowl. And ain't nobody talking about him being no flash in the pan anymore. Like people are looking at Brock Purdy. It's like, okay, this is the dude. He is the real deal. He ain't throwing games away. He's keeping them in games and you trust him. And then, I mean, think about some of the dudes who we've talked about over the past couple of days, couple of weeks. Zach Wilson selected number two overall. He's getting beat down by Joe Namath. We got Daniel Jones. Man, New York Giants just gave him $40 million, and he's being eviscerated. He looks like a lost puppy right now. Is it because these quarterbacks suck? Or is it because of the teams that they go to? I mean, we heard from Caleb Williams' dad, Caleb Williams out of USC, the man with like 21 touchdowns to one interception. His dad made it clear. It's like, hey, if my son is going to be drafted or looks like he's going to be drafted to an also-ran team, we ain't staying in the draft. He's going back to school. And so it's, it's just crazy how you can find a diamond in the rough like Purdy. And, and we know this. Just because you select the quarterback high doesn't mean he's going to work. How about this? There is a quarterback. There is another guy who happens to be on the 49ers right now. He is a failed high pick. His name is Sam Darnold. Tell me how he worked out for the Jets. Tell me how he worked out for the Panthers. Tell me what he's doing right now. Carrying a clipboard. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to more of your calls. And then you know what? Thinking about these QBs, I I do want to talk about Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones. I I don't know who's in a worse scenario. I don't know if these dudes are getting a raw deal. We're going to talk about it. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, first time caller, love your show. You have a very, very good common sense and analytical way to how you put your stuff out there. Appreciate you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS, that is the number. I do want to let you know before I get back to the phone lines. I do want to let you know before we talk about Purdy and how awesome it is that the 49ers can throw him out there. Meanwhile, the New York football giants and the New York Jets, their quarterbacks are in crap positions right now. I want to tell you about the defensive player of the week. It's proudly sponsored 
Who the hell is this? It's proudly sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. You can learn more at NavyFederal.org. And speaking of those New York Giants, the defensive player of the week is a guy who sacked the New York Giants and Daniel Jones twice. He also picked off Daniel Jones at the three-yard line to run back a 97-yard pick six. His name, Devin Witherspoon. As the Seahawks beat the Giants last night, Monday Night Football, 24-3. This rookie cornerback already making a lot of noise here in the NFL and having a big coming-out party yesterday, a pick six and two sacks. Let's get back to your phone calls. That's 855-212-4CBS. And you know what? Yeah, we'll talk about these these QBs because I don't know if Daniel Jones is getting a raw deal if if uh, Zach Wilson is getting a raw deal it's just rough for the QBs in New York right now but let's talk about a team that's actually doing a damn thing winning some games and looking good while they do it it's the 49ers Glenn is calling from Toronto you're on the JR Sport Brief show go ahead Glenn hey man how you doing very well what's going on Ah, nothing, man. Um, I'm I'm full agreement. Um, I think at the moment the 49ers are the best team. Um, now, over a whole regular season, anything can happen. You know, hopefully not. It doesn't happen. But you know, one of their key players can get hurt. And when it comes to the playoffs, it's one off. You can have a bad game and go and be going home. And we've seen it happen where the best teams have that happens to. I think the team. I don't want to even hear Jerry Jones and until until his his quarterback can actually uh, find the clutch gene. They're ne- they're never going to win anything. So I think it go. I think it's it's them and Philly in in the NFC. On the I, AFC I, side, I, I, I'd sign up for that. Yeah, on the AFC side, I think there's about four or five teams that now you got to look at the defending champions in uh, in KC. But what Buffalo did yesterday really impressed me. Like Buffalo really impressed me yesterday. Um, I think you still got to. Uh, I think those two teams, and I think um, Dolphins, maybe the, maybe Baltimore. But you know, it's yeah, it's it's, it's a little bit more open. Go through KC. Yes, it's it's, it's go much more KC. open. And thank you, Glenn. It's it's much more open in in the AFC. I think that that goes without saying. The Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, you you will always have confidence in in Patrick Mahomes. But they haven't they haven't lit it up the way that you're accustomed to seeing them do over the past uh, several seasons. And this is year number two without Tyreek Hill. Reed is here from Michigan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Reed? Hello. Uh, how you doing, Jar? Good, man. What's on your mind? Um, yeah, I just like to uh, uh, to say that you know you know my hats off to the 49ers and Brad Purdy and, uh, and company. But I just, I just want to say, um, man, the Eagles, I think that they are, uh, you know, right neck and neck with them as the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I mean, you know, hey, I just like to give a shout-out to my Lions. I mean, you know, beating, you know, week one, going into Arrowhead, beating them. And, uh, you know, uh, they, they did kind of have a, I would, I'd like to say, a, a mental lapse that with, with that Seahawks game. But there's a couple plays from being undefeated as well. And I would like to see them go up against our defense. Um, now I'm not quite sure who they uh, 49ers played in the first uh, games of their of the season, um, but I just gotta say that the Lions defense, um, 
I don't know a you know a team where they they can not, you know where they can't you know hold their own against and uh, and win. So, well, um, I, what I, what I'd say to that, and, and the 49ers have been blazing the teams that they played. So they yes. beat Pittsburgh, the Rams, the R- Giants, R- and. and in Arizona, so this is going to oh, be. Oh well, this. there you go. Those are kind of like the bottom. I mean, you know, me and you both can well, agree. Well, Reed, can I finish my yeah, statement, yeah, yeah. man? Uh, yes, sir. You don't got to defend the Lions that much. Sheesh, can I finish? Yes. Here's, here's the deal, and I, I said this. I, I mentioned. I don't know if you heard it. This is going to be a good test for the 49ers. Now, having said that, this is not a team that just woke up and all of a sudden is, uh, you know, just magically four and zero. They've been a very good team for the past several seasons, and that's the separator uh, between the Lions. The Detroit Lions are going to be in prove-it mode until they actually do something. Yes, they look good. They're playing aggressive. Uh, they, They deserve the credit for where they were to where they are now, but it was only at this point a calendar year ago that the Detroit Lions were basically getting ready to be in sell-off mode, of which they did to to Hawkinson. And so they were a team that started off slow. They started off like trash, and they turned things around. And they've been pretty amazing since then. And so let's see them them continue to progress. But until they actually prove it, yeah, they're good, but who cares about being good? Let's see them keep climbing the ladder, okay? Yes, sir. Yeah, right. yeah, but you know the Eagles. I just think that they're, um, you know, right neck and neck with them. Yes. But yeah, I, I, head I off, agree. Off to the the 49ers. they're just okay. rocking, going. No doubt. Well, thank you, Reed, for calling from Michigan. No shadow of a doubt. Yeah, man, Lions are playing very well. I love how aggressive they are. I mean, they are the the prime example of a team that is taking on the personality or has taken on the personality of their head coach and their head coach Dan Campbell. He is, you know, what crazy. And I love it. I want to see him go out there and tackle somebody. Maybe he can go play tight end. Maybe he got a couple more snaps left in him. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls. We do have to talk some baseball. The postseason is underway in MLB, in the MLB. And then we'll talk about these miserable, sad quarterbacks in New York. Brock Purdy living a life in the Bay. Out in New Jersey, Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones. At least their check's clear, right? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 